everybody. Hi, guys. Welcome back. <laughs> Hope you had a fun Valentine's and Galentine's celebration last yes, weekend. Yes, yes, yes. And we had a good time doing our Instagram Live Galentine's Day with you all. I'm glad um, some of you all joined us. That was so much um, and, fun. Yes. So and for much those fun. I can't wait to do it again. Mm-hmm. I know. And for those of you who are coming from that particular Instagram Live to our regular podcast, we want to thank you for finding us and, um, you know, um, coming on and, and seeing what we're all about over here at Romance and Color. So Definitely welcome new visitors. And also feel mm-hmm. free to catch up on past podcasts if you're just joining us. Yes, yes. So how was Valentine's Day for you? Valentine's Day was very nice. It was low-key in New York City, as you all may or may not know. COVID rates are pretty high, so most indoor restaurants dining has been closed. It's too cold for outdoor dining, um, but over the weekend, our governor did reopen um, indoor dining um, with a limited capacity. So, you know, I'm sure some people kind of took the chance, went out, to celebrate Valentine's Day, I can imagine the waits were probably very, very long because the restaurants are Crazy. not even at 50%. Yeah. So, no, I mm-hmm. kept it low-key. We stayed home and enjoyed kind of an intimate celebration, and it was very nice. So, how was yours? Because yeah. I saw some nice, sexy Valentine's dinners posted on Instagram <laughs> by Jay. <laughs> how was your Valentine's That was it. Day? I mean, that's all we did. We, we um, He cooked me breakfast. My husband cooked yes. breakfast for me and my daughter. Then he cooked us a nice dinner, very nice, very nice. Um, fancy, fancy dinner. Um, people were talking about that didn't look like a lot of food on the plate. I'm like, y'all just well, eat. when you go to fine so, dining, you don't get a lot of food. It's like that. That's you get that true. nice succulent that's piece true. of meat, little asparagus, whatever, <laughs> <laughs> a little glaze. <laughs> right, um, right. That plate be ninety three dollars. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and he took the time to uh, tourney, which is a I guess the way the vegetables were cut and everything, mm-hmm, the vegetables. Mm-hmm. So he really took his time with things and I really appreciated yeah. it. So, yeah. 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 It was like, nice you know what else? It was nice to look at the celebrities out here celebrating Valentine's Day and stuff. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Shout out to uh, our boy, Michael B. Jordan, who rented out a damn, the damn aquarium for Lori Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> and, he and would. Put, and, mm-hmm. And rented out the aquarium for her so she could see the, the turtles and had dinner under the candlelight. And well, why did he need to rent aquarium. out the aquarium to make it romantic to her to keep it COVID safe? Yeah, totally romantic just for the two of them. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. Yeah. Go ahead, um, Michael B. Jordan, then. Yeah, dining under the water and stuff like that. I'm like, that's not cheap. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm like, sure it's not. I do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that was nice. So, Creative and cute. Yeah, very creative. So last week on our Valentine's Day Live, we talked a lot about a few hot topics. We talked about Kooji Trent and mm-hmm. Victor Cruz breaking up, which is sad. Tiny yeah. P.I. and Mark Daly, and, and we did our little reviews with Malcolm and Marie. Um, yes. which we didn't really hate it, but we didn't really love it either. <laughs> yeah, we, we didn't, didn't recommend really it for it Valentine's either. weekend. That's what it was. You can watch yes, it on your own time, and you should time. support you can't say support a black director because it's not, but you know, support a you know black actor, wonderful lady. actor and actress of color. Yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. a it's a quality mm-hmm. movie. It's just too draining for V Day. So we hope you all took our advice on that and watched it afterwards. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so yeah, it, it was it was it, uh, yes, yeah, too draining for me day. And so we also um, talked a little bit about, about Valentine's Day and what it meant to us. Um, I hope you all had some fun. You know, if you all were celebrating Valentine's Day, had some cool things to do uh, with yeah. your girls, even if it was over Zoom, had some fun. Um, and then in the reading romance, I talked about the way you love me by L. Wright and Jackson by Laquette. Um, and then in watching romance, um, I got I got my life this weekend watching all these romance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I watched To All the Boys Always and Forever on Netflix. Um, I watched Namaste Wahala on Netflix too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I watched Playing Cupid on Hallmark, and um, even though it wasn't a romance, I watched Death Day My Life. With that was good. A rip from the headlines film. It was, it was real good. Really good. And that actor who used to be on Be a Mary Jane with them teeth and that yes, British accent. Yes. Oh, he played yes. the stew out that role. It was he was really he good. Really did. Yeah. He really did. He was he was a jerk from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was convincing. I'm glad. I'm glad that wasn't his first and only role people know him in. Because you know how you can get typecast. But you know he was know. such a nice, sweet little guy on Being Mary Jane. So you know, yeah, he's just a diverse actor, yeah. and I I appreciate that. So I guess we'll talk a little bit more too. about that later, maybe. Yeah, we'll mm-hmm. talk about that later. I didn't. Uh, I, I personally didn't like him for Being Mary Jane. But neither did I, I liked, at all. I like I liked him in this. He was very, very good. Very yeah, good. he was very good. Mm-hmm. He was very mm-hmm. good. Very so convincing. what are the hot topics this week, Yakini, in romance? So there's a few hot topics going on now. Um, you guys may or may not have heard, but, you know, Dr. Dre is just coming off of this brain aneurysm scare. He made the headlines a couple mm-hmm. of weeks ago when, mm-hmm. yeah, he was... He was very suddenly hospitalized by with a brain aneurysm, and that's super scary. You guys know when someone has a brain aneurysm, that is sometimes something that you discover very suddenly, um, and it can kill you. I mean, I think Johnny Cochran yes. died of that. I know several people. Sure did. They didn't all die, but it just was. It kind of changed them. You have to have like an emergency surgery sometimes, and super serious business. Super scary. You know, we all were praying for for Dr. Dre. He pulled through. And he pulled through mm-hmm. so hard, he done found himself a nice little nu- young new piece, uh, allegedly. But yeah, he is oh, yeah? now rumored to be dating April Jones, who you guys may wait, remember wait, wait, wait. from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from. Oh, yes, girl. yes, from Love and Hip Hop oh, Hollywood. And, Hip-Hop. and um, yeah. she is the uh, ex. She, they never were married, but she is the ex girlfriend and children's mother of B2K member Omarion. They share two children together, two beautiful children, and they were together for a while. They were together on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, and then they did have a very public breakup. Um, according to April, he kind of abruptly told her he was not in love with her and did not want to be with her anymore. And she mm. said she was blindsided, and that was kind of how the relationship ended. And he never spoke on it. You know, he always kind of kept it quiet and classy, so to speak. Um, mm. And then the next season of Love and Hip Hop, um, April Jones was um, then famously started dating Lil Fizz, also a B2K member. That caused problems between Fizz and Omarion because obviously they were group members and brothers, you know, quote unquote brothers. So mm-hmm. they dated mm-hmm. for a couple years, and now they're apart. So, interestingly enough, she's now been spotted out to dinner with Dr. Dre. That was on February 10th. Now, April Jones is also an aspiring singer. 
So we don't know right. why they were out to dinner. People speculated that right. she was wearing an outfit that appeared to be like a date outfit. It was kind of like this like sexy little bralette top with a, a shirt over it open and some little pants. And we don't know why they but were together. You know how it is in Hollywood. kind of dresses like that, though. Yeah. It totally could have been a business dinner. It totally could have been like, a, let me hear what, what you sound like. Let's go to the studio. But you know how the interwebs like to speculate. However, Moni mm-hmm. Slaughter... Lil Fizz's very messy, very loud uh, mother of his child went on a live and confirmed that um, April Jones and Dr. Dre are together and have been for a while. Of course, I kind of take anything Monique Slaughter says with a grain of salt. Do you watch Love and Hip Hop at uh, Hollywood at all? I remember remember these characters. So Monique is messy and yeah, she's yeah, so I kind of don't know what to believe. But meanwhile, uh, Dr. Dre's ex-wife, Nicole Young, she's been kind of moving forward with her own legal action in terms of trying to, you know, figure out if Dr. Dre, over the years of their marriage, over the course of that relationship, if he's been helping to fund his mistress's lifestyle. Because obviously, you know, allegedly he had many mistresses throughout the relationship that she, you know, kind of admittedly closed one eye to, you know, for the good of their children and the the marriage. Um, But she's kind of like, if he was helping pay for their lifestyles, that breaks the terms of our prenup. And I want what's coming right. to me, what I'm entitled to. Um, and she, as evidence, mm-hmm. talked about one particular mistress who bought like a $2.1 million home in California. And this woman does not have any kind of high-paying job and isn't an entertainer where she could afford that on her own. So Nicole did Ooh. surmise that Dre helped her pay for that. So she is trying to subpoena all the mistresses and have them come to court to admit whether or not Dr. Dre was basically <laughs> paying for their lifestyle. Nicole, good luck with that, boo, because Girl. if they want Dre to continue paying for their lifestyle, they will either lie under oath and say, no, he did not, and not throw him under the bus or find some other creative way to protect him because I'm sure that oh, all finances God. will be cut off immediately if they go to court and testify against you know, Dre. You know that will. What woman is going to go and stand up in the courtroom and, and throw their like, man yeah, under the bus? Yeah, yeah Dray financed me while y'all was married, girl. So exactly. And that's an is. interesting thing, because if they're subpoenaed, they're under oath, they're supposed to tell the truth. I don't know. There's obviously mm. penalties for lying. And if, if they're able to, I'm sure Nicole has a very, you know, thorough private investigator who can figure out things. So. Anyway, mm-hmm. it's just a messy situation. I, I really wish them all the best. And if April Jones oh, is dating yeah. Dre, and I hope that she's not, you know, she should just, I mean, everyone knows that, you know, what, what Dre does. So, yeah, and I'm, yeah, you know, yeah. it's just, I wish him the best. I wish April Jones the best and Nicole Young, because my heart goes out to her. And other yeah, news, sure. so the, the blogs are also buzzing because, you know, B. Simone came out with this pretty controversial video where she talked about manifesting love, okay? Now, mm-hmm. apparently B. Simone has always talked, I'm not a huge fan of B. Simone, really don't know much about her. I do remember when she had that plagiarism <laughs> scandal not too long ago. It's kind of off-putting a little bit to me. I think her comedy is a little off-putting to me, but I okay. mean, some people like her. I know yeah. she's always had a very kind of brash, abrasive, strong personality, and and people find her funny, I guess, and... After that plagiarism scandal, though, I think a lot of people canceled her. You know, we're in this cancel culture. And, you know, Mm. I think people were really disgusted by that because they felt that she was a strong, opinionated woman who could have created her own content. So why 
take pages from someone else's. But anyway, I so well, I wonder. Who plagiarizing? I wanted to get more into that. Who was she plagiarizing exactly? I think Zelda. there was some, there was a book she had taken pages from and was kind of purporting that, that it was her own writing. And I think it was like advice and love. I'm not exactly sure. I didn't really follow the story. I just know that she kind of did it and a lot of people just didn't F with her after that. And I almost wonder if the way people are kind of feeling about what she said in this story I'm about to share, if it's colored because colored, you know, based on the fact that they are turned off from her because of the plagiarizing. Cause I don't, to me, when I heard the video and watched it, I didn't think it was so crazy. Um, But they're basically saying she's a hypocrite because they say that her whole brand has been about manifesting love, talking about what we want as black women. We deserve this and Mm -hmm. we deserve that. And why apologize for wanting this? And if you want a man who has money and means and to take care of you, like that's fine. Like why when white women say it, is it okay? You know, so she's always been about manifesting your love, empowerment and all of those things. So she suddenly has this video where she's kind of like criticizing women us black women women you know she's usually talking to us but now criticizing us for asking for these qualities in a man when you don't possess them yourself so she's kind of saying things like you know did you see this video she's kind of she, this was released in honor of valentine's day yeah she's saying um you know we're always talking about these qualities we want in a man and maybe your standards are too high so that's kind of what kind of was off-putting for people he's got to be tall he's got to be dark he's got to be handsome he got to have pretty feet and toes he's got to be a family man <laughs> he's got to be financially stable or rich he's got to be successful and she just said that seems hypocritical she said half the women you know who were saying he's got to be this and that you know you don't have half the things on the list you don't go to the gym you don't work out you can't walk up a flight of stairs without huffing and puffing you haven't talked to your mama in three months. You don't. You want him to have a good wow. relationship with his family. You know, so, you know, Black Twitter kind of blew up talking about, you know, calling her out for her past behavior and what she did. Not really sure how it's related. But basically, they felt like, you know, she's built her whole brand on women manifesting the things they want in a man. And now she's kind of, they're feeling like she's ridiculing women for asking for the things that they want and things they deserve, like criticizing them for having standards. I don't really see it like that. I don't necessarily see her criticizing women for having standards. I see her criticizing women for maybe asking for what they themselves don't possess. It's not to say that you shouldn't be like, you know, a nice librarian making, you know, 65000 and asking for a man who is making 200000 I don't think she's saying that. I think she's just kind of like, if you're not doing anything with your life and you're not even striving to, for you to demand, I want a ball or this and that, you know, that's not mm-hmm. okay. I don't know. I I don't know. And then she said, she called it the manifest love challenge. She said, ladies, make a list of your perfect man in one column. And then she said in the next column, make a list of the type of woman he needs by his side and then focus on becoming her. So I actually thought that was a kind of a positive thing. Because if you make this list of what you want and then you kind of objectively take yourself out of the equation and say, this type of man deserves this and strive for it. I thought it was reasonable, but but people really trashed her for it. And I, again, I think people are just so turned off by her at this point. Or, you know. or maybe she realizes that, you know, being a being what they what they call a pick me is more lucrative, more lucrative for her brand or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah maybe. Well, there's <laughs> people are saying know. that she's trying to kind of rebrand herself after the whole after the scandal with the plagiarism, and I also want to look more into that as well, because I never followed her that hardcore. I really didn't care to know too much. I was whatever. 
But yeah, I think people are kind of like, oh, after what she did, she lost all her original fans. So now she's trying to create a whole new fan base by recreating her brand and basically getting new people to like, because look at me, I never really acted mm-hmm. with her before. No particular reason. She right. just didn't interest me. And now my interest right. is kind of peaked. So she does, right. she does kind of right. have a new follower in me just because I'm curious to see what's next for her. Because I, I don't disagree yeah. with this. I don't think it's that far-fetched. I do kind of feel that people... Oh to an extent, should be equally yoked. Not in terms of necessarily what we have, but vision, goals, how we strive. I mean, I I don't think that's Mm -hmm. unrealistic. I certainly want my sons to be with women who can hold their own. And I know that you want Tegan to have a nice quality man who also is bringing something to the table. And by something to the table, it's not necessarily finances, but just the same quality that she brings and my boys bring. And I don't Mm -hmm. think that's that's Mm -hmm. wrong. Yeah. Um, Uh, there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that, but I guess they're just like you said, basing it on her be- past behavior and kind of like, girl, where are you, where are you going with this now? And then Tyrese Gibson came out to defend her, and that to me oh, that oh, that's a, more of a turn off, <laughs> right? Exactly, like of all people, Tyrese, like I don't know, him giving his stamp of no. approval is not the business. Like women exactly. are pissed, calling her a fraud. Why? You know, I like what she oh, said. I bet God. you do, Tyrese. I bet you just do, bro. <laughs> He's too much. <laughs> Yeah, and then yeah. yeah like that's not a cosign I need but anyway and then finally mm-hmm. not a full story but recently I believe he was in um um what was the movie think like a man Romani yep, Malco like is that how yeah. to say his name handsome young Romney, man Romney not young Malco. man but Romney yes handsome guy because when I saw him I was like oh he looks familiar that's where he's from but he basically just welcomed his first child uh, into the world his partner, he refers to her as his partner. I guess it's his girlfriend or whatever, but um, she just had a baby. And now he's been married to her for a while, or he's been with her for a while, I'm sorry. And they share some stepchildren because she has her own biological children. I believe her children are about maybe like 10 and 12. Um, and they're, you know, he's, you know, helped to raise them. He's very close to them and he loves them like his own. But he is welcoming his first children his first child. And people are kind of criticizing the fact that he's 52 years old. What do you think about that? There's nothing wrong. I, I mean, you know how men, men can easily do stuff like this, you know? Yeah, yeah. Their biological clocks never run out. You mm-hmm, know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, if you if you mm-hmm. can have a baby when he's in his 70s, then Romney can yeah. have a baby at 52. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah. I don't see anything wrong with it. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I yeah, I mean, 52 is not that old to me. It's um, not. But, it's know, really not. You know, you're going to be like and especially 70 for Hollywood, You have the money, probably. Right, yeah, yeah. right, right. Yeah. right. I think that's something, so, that's the only thing to consider, like how long you'll be able to kind of enjoy the child and they'll be able to enjoy them. Mm-hmm. But he was kind mm-hmm. of like, this is when I was ready. This was when I was kind of at a place financially and mentally mm-hmm. where I was able to bring a child into this world. And, you know, he said, I'm mm-hmm. saddened by the fact that I'm getting so much flack. And, I, you know, I did see kind of mixed comments on the interwebs with some people kind of pointing out what you did, that is it really a responsible or fair thing to do to have a child such, at such a late point in your life? And others are kind of like, listen, you know, is it better that you're too young and you're broke and you're not with the partner, you're not right. in a stable, loving relationship right. and you're struggling to make ends meet and to send your child to a good school? Let's maybe normalize having children when you are older, when you are established, when you are wise, when you are mature mentally and you know, ex- you know you're know, you with someone who makes you happy. Let's normalize that 
regardless of age, mm-hmm. but having a child that you actually plan for and prepare for instead of an oops accidental, which most of a lot of us did have an accidental. <laughs> so we make it work. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's fine. Maybe yeah. you marry the partner. Maybe you don't. But, you know, he kind of took his time and did it the right way. And it was planned and it was thoughtful. Um, yeah, but I anyway, mean, we I'm do not, wish him I'm the not, best. I'm so. not totally against it at all. I mean, yeah, has, yeah. I mean, he's at a point in his career. He's on a very successful TV show now. He's at a point oh, is where he, he has great? some stability. Yeah, he yeah. Has a, a, little, a million little pieces of the show that he's on. Okay. Uh, on and that's what he said, and, that he has stability now. He said now it's yeah, right. He, he said a, it wasn't right yeah. before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, he was doing kind of like the black kind of cinema chick, chicken, you know, chitlin circuit for a minute. Sure. And so, yeah. you know, he was, you know, now he's on an established show on ABC. Yeah. He has really good ratings yeah. and stuff like that. So I, I think I, I hear I hear what he's saying. You know, now, okay, I, I, I feel good about it. I mean, hey, Janet Jackson had a baby. She was 50. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, beautiful I mean, baby. Okay. And she look mm-hmm. how beautiful she is and healthy and yes, you know Jenny yes. has the money needs and everything and so happy to, you know, too, so happy and so happy, baby. you know, to 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 be healthy and stuff like that. Yeah, so, and, and Ronnie is a good looking man. He works out. He's in the he gym. Is. He yeah. takes care of himself. I think he'll be fine. I think so too. I think so too. Yeah. I think he'll be just fine. So that's wonderful. Congratulations to him and his partner. Very happy for yeah. them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it in hot topics. That is all right. All right. So we'll take a quick break and we'll come back and we'll talk about this week's uh, D-Day, well, post-D-Day topic. We're going back to our toxic TV couples. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And this is our last last entry in our toxic TV couples series. And we're going to talk about all the couples in the Best Man series. All right, and we are back. Um, so the past few weeks, we were talking about toxic TV couples. Mm-hmm. We covered Martin. We covered uh, a different Tommy world, Cole, the Cosby show. World. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so this week, to close everything out, we're going to be talking about one of our favorite uh, oh, yes. series of movies, um, The Best Man. And Such so a good the, movie. the first Best Man was so good. Yes, the second was yes. good too. It was it was uh, good, yeah. Holiday. The first one was just yeah. so amazing. Yeah. yeah, the first one was so amazing. Was I funny. can't even remember the number sexy. of times me and my college friends watched that movie. Oh my god, I know so many times so many, we would get together. So yes, yes, so many times. And so, um, if you all don't know, it's about a group of friends who went to college together. They're mm-hmm. friends and sorority sisters and all this stuff, and and um, they're really close. And one of them, I mean, the best man is super old. If we're telling you about it, girl, come on now. I know you, you could go and rent the dang movie. It's it's mm-hmm. twenty something mm-hmm. years old. And it's yeah, boring. yeah. Um, I think it came out in nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. It's about a group of college friends getting together for their other friend's wedding. Yes. And during the course of this weekend, uh, one of them has written an explosive book that's based <laughs> on their friends, their yeah. friendships. And in it, he reveals a secret that he slept with the bride-to-be. Yes, yes. Um, he tries to play it off like he didn't sleep with the bride-to-be. He right. slept with the best friend. And the whole uh, thing is that the book, was, he did bring a copy of the book. He did not intend for the book to be read before the wedding. He did because not. he understood he did that even though it was a fiction novel or whatever, he, of course, it, like you said, based it on 
their friendships, their college days. And it was very obvious what happened. He was referring to their group. And so the book just ended up accidentally mm-hmm. slipping into people's hands. And it just started getting mm-hmm. passed around the group. And everyone read it except for, you know, the groom-to-be. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness, yeah. being that, like you said, he did reveal in the book that um, he had slept with, you know, the, the bride-to-be. And maybe that's the first mm-hmm. couple we should talk about. Is it Lance and Mia? Is that who they are? Lance, Lance and, Mia. and Mia. So that was... Um, hmm. Monica Calhoun and yes. Morris Chestnut. Yes. So they, yeah. you know, Monica Calhoun played the role of that being this sweet and faithful Christian girl. Yes. Who basically was like saving herself for her yes. her man and, 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 and marriage and things yes. like that. Um, and, and meanwhile, uh, her boyfriend throughout college and then later fiance, he in college he was, you know, ch- serial cheater. He was a quarterback for the football team, ended up going to the NFL. Serial cheater who kind of had this mentality that, you know, I love my girlfriend and she's faithful to me and I know I'm going to marry this woman one day. And once I marry her, you know, I'm going to be a faithful husband. But he right, felt entitled right. to just kind of, sow his oats and and behave right. so badly in college everybody knew about it including Mia most likely yes including Mia oh, yeah, everybody knew about it. it that he was cheating on his girl but she, he was the star quarterback mm-hmm. she was a sweet Christian girl like you said she loved him and uh you know Lance quote-unquote Morris Chestnut was just very adamant that you know he was going to be faithful once he was married so Mia stuck by yeah. stuck by his side or so he thought and was faithful throughout the course of the relationship. There were several wonderful scenes in the movie that I remember. Some very mm-hmm. tense moments when all the fellas were sitting around the table and Quentin played by, uh, what's his name? Terrence, Terrence Howard. Howard. Was kind of like talking to him, like real talk. He was the only one who kind of wasn't afraid to just tell it like it was to Lance. And, and to say, yeah, yeah, he did yeah. speak the truth. And he was like, you know, if I was Mia, I would have been cheated back on your ass. You know, like, I can't even believe. He said, wouldn't it be karma if if your future wife had actually cheated on you and wasn't saving herself for you? But after you cheated on her so many times, it would just be the best karma. And he didn't think that was funny at all. That was one of the tensest moments, tensest moments of Uh the movie um, when when Quentin said that. Quentin's ass. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because in that movie, Terrence Howard was just so great. Like, he was so funny and charming and cunning, yeah. But he was just like, it would be the best karma. But yeah, so ultimately, and I think we can spoil it, because the movie came out in 1999, if you haven't seen it all by now. But yeah, obviously, you know, throughout the the wedding planning, Mia is still this sweet, doting fiancé. And, you know, Lance is just telling everyone about how he's going to do right by her now. And then, obviously, the secret comes out that I don't think anyone really confirms it, but Lance puts two and two together that Mia did, in fact, yes. in college, he read, find he read out. that scene, scene yes. in there, and he started putting it together. was like, wait, yes. no. He yes. did, only did that with so-and-so. He really slept with this person. Yeah. 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 So so basically it turned out that Mia wasn't 100% innocent and virginal. She did have an affair with his boy at that because she just was tired of it. It was seemed like it was like a one-time thing because Tay Diggs yeah, was her best gone, friend. She had gone to she had gone to uh uh Harper who is who is um Tay Diggs uh, character. She had gone to yeah. Harper in confidence and was crying to him about how yes. bad 
um, yes. he was cheating on her. Yeah. And in a kind of a moment of, you know, I, you know, we feel, I feel bad and yeah. you know, somebody to comfort her. Kind of he comforting her, <laughs> kissing her. I think in the book her. he just wrote it was a forehead kiss, but everybody knew what that right. meant. Like, yes, yeah, tender forehead kiss. He, yeah, everybody knew that when when Harper gave them women forehead kisses, the panties was dropping. You right, know I mean? exactly. Uh, that, that was, was his code. His code. Yeah. But I guess to the theme the of the podcast with toxic couples, I just, when I look back at it, it's just so problematic to me that, mm-hmm. you know, they, Mia and Lance, even in Best Man Holiday, they were kind of mm-hmm. revered by their whole friend group as just being this ideal perfect couple you know even right. when when Mia first entered the movie and walked down the stairs she was like so angelic and she floated down the stairs and her white or cream colored and you know Lance was just so adoring you know he appeared to really be in love with her and just was so starry-eyed I just find that so if you notice in the selfish. movie deliberately mm-hmm. yeah if you notice in the movie deliberately she always wore white yeah, so oh, I didn't even notice to, that. That's, yeah, that's really good. They always were yeah. white. Just Never noticed that. So for her to be kind of angelic and virginal and everything, she always yeah. wore like white or a light color. You know, I just clothing. think it sends such a terrible message to like, and so the, all the friends knew that he was basically dogging her out. And yet they were considered mm-hmm. to be like this ideal couple. And I yeah, I just think it's just so guess, problematic because we just tolerate yeah. sometimes these guys join us like this. And mm-hmm. where was her backbone to step out? Why was she so in love with him at that age as a young girl that she would tolerate that over and over and over and marry him knowing what she was getting into? And I just, I, I can understand because I, I have been a Mia, but it's just, it disgusts me when I look back at it. I don't know. But I think Mia, let, let's let's roll it back though. When we talk about, you know, marrying up and all that stuff, we tried yeah. to talk about that earlier. I think Mia, Mia saw the dollar signs and saw that Okay. going to be rich, you know what I mean? And, and maybe she rich. already knew because really, if you're a star football player in college, it's kind of like the way probably people treat you like a celebrity and you're all in the news and most likely you're going to be drafted. I guess she kind of already had like a sense of what it would be like to be an NFL wife. And like you said, I guess you kind of know going into being an NFL wife and, a, you know, married to an entertainer, this might be the life that I'm going to live where he's having his affairs and I'm going to have to just live with this because I love him and he provides mm-hmm. for me. So perhaps that's mm-hmm. what it was. She was so starry eyed that she had got because in the movie, Mia, she was a pretty girl, but she was kind of meek and a little mousy. She wasn't supposed to be like Shelby or drop that or even Nia Long. She was supposed to be like a right. cute little probably, you know girl from a small town who met this big guy and was impressed by him so I guess she fell head over heels but it's just kind of gross how he just dogged her so bad and then just had the he was so devastated to find out that she had slept with one but he cheated once it almost broke him it almost destroyed him he kept having those flashes of her sleeping with um his remember she would see her moaning and just being with someone else yeah Yeah, it almost killed him why are men like that? Yeah. It almost killed him. Yeah. I know, yeah. I know. But I, I'm sorry, but I just don't think, I think we're painting Mia, Mia to be, like, way more innocent than she is. Like I okay. said. Like Nia or Mia? You mean Mia? Mia. You mean okay, Mia. okay. Not, mm-hmm. Let's not confuse her with Nia Long, but right, Mia, right, right. Uh, the character, Monica Calhoun. Yeah. I think we're, we're um, painting her to be way more innocent than she is. Because when she first meets Lance, she goes, Oh, I don't know anything about you. Da 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 da. And then she starts ro- rolling off 
you know, oh, but in the game, you should have X, Y, Z, and A, B, C. Yes, I do remember that. And I was just like, uh-huh. So she'd been watching him and waiting for her opportunity. Yes. Yeah, so... So, you know, she, she had her plan. And he her, liked her that. Plan. You're right. Yeah, he, had, he liked that. So she had her plan to kind of get her hooks into him. You know and what I mean? And I guess mean? at the end and of the day, was, everyone benefits in those types of relationships. You know, if you're a wise yeah. woman, you go into it kind of like a Shawnee O'Neal, who I have so much respect for. You know, we didn't really get to know Shawnee herself until she launched Basketball Wives and then we saw her on the, mm-hmm. on the small screen. But I remember like in the early 2000s, all I heard of Shawnee O'Neal was, oh, Sha- uh, Shaquille O'Neal's ex-wife divorced him and was having an affair with such and such and has squirreled away this money. And we're kind of like, oh, snap. And they made her out. Like she, she was just a smart woman. She married an, a mm-hmm. guy in the NBA. She set her money aside and then she got out when it was time to get out. He did his cheating and mm-hmm. his affairs. She paid her dues. They had four or five beautiful children. And maybe she knew what she was getting into as well and stacked mm-hmm. that money, had a good prenup. And now they're best friends and they're divorced. So kind of everyone benefited from it. So I think you're right. Probably yep. Mia wasn't quite as innocent and naive. I think that's how he saw her because a lot of times men do like to see their partners in that way as this sweet, innocent, mm-hmm. angelic being. And she was a smart gal. Yeah. Right. Maybe. Right. Yeah. I yeah. kind of, I'm kind of reminded of like Juanita Jordan, like okay. Michael Jordan's ex. Who okay. She kind of sat back in the wings and she was like, okay, Michael, you cheating on me, you're doing this. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. blah. As soon as he hit that Nike, air re-up contract where he was having his own Jordan line <laughs> and all that stuff. Uh-huh, That's uh-huh. when she divorced him. When he was near okay. the billions, she said, yeah. okay, now I'm divorcing you. Because I don't even think they had a prenup. Yeah, so back in that day, probably she not. Basically, she basically took half of his money. Yeah, um, yeah. So, and she should have. Know, yeah, yeah. And, and on top of that, Juanita Jordan, not only did she get like a hundred and 90-something million at the time of one of the largest divorce settlements, she gets some of his retirement money, pension. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it it, it keeps going, man. It keeps going. Yeah, Like I said, Mia and the best man was was playing, trying to play her cards right. And she did play her cards right. And I imagine her family was also happy because it was a come up for her. It was a come up for her. Yeah, 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 yeah. So in the best man too, he they kind of mellow out by that time. They have the kids, they're kind of mellowed yeah. out. Lance maybe he stopped cheating, maybe out. not. I, I don't know when someone yeah, is kind of like I, got the, I, got I respect the that he stopped cheating. Yeah. But that's that's fascinating to me because I've heard in my real life people who talk about how they plan to not cheat on their wife, but they cheat throughout the whole relationship of boyfriend mm-hmm. and girlfriend and I, mm-hmm. I understand being boyfriend girlfriend is not being a husband and wife and there's different levels right. to boy- there's your high school boyfriend those are junior high couple there's a high school couple there's college couples there's grad school at what point do you respect monogamy without right. a ring so right. but you know you're right you're correct that the movie did seem <laughs> to insinuate that he kind of mm-hmm. straightened out once they were married like maybe there yeah. was something about the sanctity of marriage and that piece of paper that meant something else yeah yeah it was the Mm -hmm. marriage and the children and stuff but at the same time he still even though harper by that time was was married with a baby on the way there was a part of lance that still could not get over the fact that his friends slept with his girl but see that that, and and you know that i i don't blame him for that piece because i feel like it's one thing if you found out that your sweet innocent wife to be 
snapped after you done cheated multiple, multiple times and, and had this one indiscretion. But when it's with a friend, I'm surprised yeah. that their relationship was yeah. able to bounce back from that. And I don't even yeah. remember how it was able to, to have seen your lady naked and been in that intimate kind of thing. You know, like that's tough. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think, I know he dogged yeah. her out really bad. So I think even he knew that he kind of deserved that. But, but for it to be your boy, I don't know if that was real life. What do you think? Could, mm. you know, would, I, 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 I could your husband bounce back from life. something like that? A best yeah, friend like I, doing that? Yeah, I think in real life, it would have been really, really tough for him to like bounce back from that. And yeah. say, hey, you know, we were kids or whatever, whatever. I, I don't think he would have gone through with the marriage at all had she had kept that secret from him up until that day. I think he would have truly been like the witness completely off, like he said he was going to do, and not yeah. gone through with it. Yeah. And also, I think a lot of it is also ego with people. If nobody knew about it, maybe, like if it was an affair, nobody knew. But just for the group to, to know about it. I think he ended up marrying her because he knew he had done so. He had done her so wrong. And then through his yeah. faith in God, he basically, the theme was forgiveness, I think. You know, that was right, one of the right, things of the movie. Right. Friendship, loyalty, forgiveness. And I think it was a testament mm-hmm. to his faith. But he said, you know what, I love this woman. She's always been good to me. She's held me down. You know, to be Christian is to forgive and to love people. So I, I think that's how he was able to get through it. Because I remember yeah. there was some praying yeah. and there was like a scene with the Bible. Um, yeah, yeah. Even though Harper was um, um, atheist. That's remember right. That's right. And he atheist. made him pray with him. That's mm-hmm. right. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's right. That shit, man. <laughs> right. That's right. That's exactly right. Yeah. 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 Another All couple right. in there. So speaking, we've talked about Harper a lot. So Harper was kind of the main character. That's Tay Diggs. And Harper, this whole wedding weekend or wedding week, however long it is, he is also kind of exploring these unresolved feelings that he had with um, his, was it ever his ex-girlfriend or were they just friends in school? Jordan. They were just there was always who never, okay. who never, yeah, they never like kind of consummated their their thing. And they always and got they close, always so they liked they it. got close. They liked each other. There was a lot of kind of tension and chemistry between them. There was that one scene where they were hanging out and they almost kissed and they didn't. So when they saw mm-hmm. each other for the first time after all these years, they both realized that the attraction was still there. Jordan happened to be totally single, Nia Long, because she's one of those right. like really successful, accomplished women who had put career first. And just never probably mm-hmm. took the time to seriously find love and date. Relatable for mm-hmm. some of us. You know, you, you, she just spent so oh, much yeah. time getting, moving, progressing herself, as women have to do. And we don't necessarily have that luxury to do both. But um, so, yeah, she was very single and, and willing to mingle. Whereas Harper mm-hmm. was, I believe he was in, oh, he wasn't engaged yet. He did his little trash proposal yet. at the end. Yeah, but he had a partner, a long-term partner who we don't really get to meet too, too much. We meet her briefly. She's a chef. Um, that's Sanaa Latham. And, and mm-hmm. I feel like that was one of her breakout roles. But anyway, we meet Sanaa mm-hmm. at the beginning. She really loves him. They seem to have a really, really nice relationship. Very easy, very comfortable, and just very nice, you know, respectful. And then at the end, she comes up for the wedding. And um, meanwhile, the whole weekend, there's this sexual chemistry between him and Nia Long. Jordan and they almost consummate what was unresolved. I think it's the mm-hmm. drama of the book being discovered and him getting beat up basically by his friend Lance that stops him from, you know, not having sex with Nia Long. So that's another mm-hmm. kind of interesting dynamic that, you know, he went to this wedding and I and perhaps that's why he hadn't fully committed to 
his girlfriend back home. Right. Maybe in right. his heart exactly. he knew he was in love. Yeah. And maybe he was right. waiting to see what came of this weekend. I do believe he would have been willing to end the relationship if Nia Long had said, I'll, I'll take you. I'll have you. I don't know. Because mm-hmm. in the end, wasn't it her? Like, I remember he... She got beat up, then he arrived at her place. She had on her little sexy outfit, and they were supposed to make love, which is just so effed up. That was, you know, that was his plan. And he was kind of drunk and stuff. I think she slapped him. It just didn't happen. Um, yeah, it didn't happen. They got in a big argument about it, and he was like talking about the candles and how it stunk and all this. Right. What is that and smell? And, and, and then she stole him. on him. Yeah. yeah. Him. Which is so funny. In, um, in real life, he said that Nia Long was, was slapped the piss out of him in real life, and he was like, not prepared. <laughs> <laughs> he was I like, whoa. that first take it, was enough. <laughs> yes, it was like one take. And he was like, whoa, I didn't know she was going to slap me hard for real. But, that, yeah, that made know, it so real and authentic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so Malcolm Lee had kept that in the movie. But yeah, I just, I, I was. Was so the slap in the script at all, or was that um, impromptu? Mm-hmm. It was impromptu. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was so he good. To slap him. It was it so. I'm so nowhere. glad he handled it well, and and they kept it. Funny. <laughs> that I was know, so good. I know. Uh, I know, but I I was so cringy about Harper. To be quite honest, in both the best man and the best man holiday, um, because he just I don't know what his deal was with Jordan. Yeah. And just kind of putting her on this pedestal of like. I think she was the one who got everything. away from him. She was the one she who got the away. One who got away. And and, then, and I, yeah, sometimes you know, men don't marry the one. Sometimes they that one slips through their fingers and they marry the next girl or the safe girl or the girl who they love, but maybe they're not madly in love, but they know she'll be a good wife right. and a good mother and a good this and a good that. But Nia Long is the one who he really was deeply in love with. And I imagine, mm-hmm. you know, when, when um, Sana came down finally for the wedding, I don't remember if he was honest with her or if she just somehow mm-hmm. found out. She but figured it. She figured it out. She figured um, it out. And I just, all weird and stuff. Yeah. yeah. She figured it out. That must have been mm-hmm. so hard for her to know that and to be there amongst that group, you know, as the outsider mm-hmm. and knowing mm-hmm. he's in love with or wondering or curious about Jordan. And then he did and that proposal. Like, and I hate a proposal like that. A desperate reminds me of the all the Kadeem Hardison, Dwayne Wayne proposals. Desperate, yes, yes, trying to yes, save yes, things. It's not romantic, yeah. you know. No, no, it's not. It's probably not. And I think the other thing, the juxtaposition of Harper. I mean, for uh, Robin and and Jordan. Like Robin was like kind of flighty and she hadn't really decided yes. on what she was going to do. That's right. That's Until right. she settled down, she finally was like, okay, I am a chef. You know what I mean? Right, um, right. So it, that, that kind of carried on into the next movie whereas yeah. uh, Jordan was like this big time power executive and everything yes. like that. Um, and exactly what and, she wanted, very and, strong in control yeah, of herself and, then, and her right, life. And then Jordan in the second one was really shamed that she had this white guy who was into her. And he yeah. was very upset that he that he she didn't invite him around the friend group. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he yeah. was upset. Like oh, so you were ashamed of me, or you yes. don't want people to know yes. this is with me, and you know, yeah. and he was like deeply in love with her, but she couldn't yes. really say that she loved him and stuff like yes. that because that was a fine white like, man they oh, cast with them dimples. Oh yeah. yeah. I can't so believe fine. Leanne Rice with that man in real life. But anyway, I know, <laughs> I know. Goodness, uh, but yeah, he is fine. He and was so, cheating, though, wasn't I, he? You know, but anyway. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway. 
Now, what was the dynamic between Jordan and um, Harper and and Best Man Holiday? Because I remember Robin had some trepidation about friends and stuff. And so, but Robin still felt like he was still into her. Okay, so she was Robin was pregnant and was still more emotional. Yeah, was so emotional and pregnant and trying to get through things and stuff like that. You know, they were just like. you know, you you know, you don't want me. You still want her. You know, yes. that was kind of the tension that was still going on. Yeah. And and Jordan Jordan kind of had to assure her, like, look, girl, it's not like that. And there right. was tension between the two of them because she had known yes, what had gone yes. down that weekend. Uh huh. And uh-huh. so she was still kind of unresolved with her about it. Like, oh, bitch, no. You yes. Know, we can't. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was definitely a relationship that had some toxicity in it. Um, not yeah. necessarily the yeah. actual relationship dynamic between them because it seemed very healthy and very, just very nice and fun and light. But just the fact that, you know, he hadn't fully worked through his feelings for his college. Um, I don't know what to call her because she wasn't his college. Yeah. Heart, but it was his, his college. Yeah. yeah. His college woman crush. who got away, his college crush. Yeah. 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 And he probably had yeah. no business moving on in a serious way, but maybe he didn't realize until that weekend how much he still cared about Jordan and, and kind of wanted to know what could have been so mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. a risky thing yeah. I don't know them trips and stuff really Girl, like, you just have su- to be you'll confident be, yeah you'll be surprised how many men do shit like that before they get married you, I mean, and that's 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 fucked up but yeah I know <laughs> exactly and yeah. and and like yeah. Lance don't say anything wrong with it because you're not officially married you know but when I'm married right, I'm gonna right. be faithful right so right, 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 mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. And then you have, um, we also had the dynamic between, um, what did they call him? Was it Merch? I forget what his name His name was Julian, but he, yeah. they called him Merch. Merch. And then he was with Shelby in the Merch. beginning of the movie. And oh gosh, yeah. that one was so toxic. That was hard to watch. Oh, yeah. That so was, Shelby was played Shelby by Melissa D'Souza. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Melissa, I love her. Yeah. yeah, she was really good. I yeah, liked her in the second like part that. too. She was funny. She adds a comic relief yeah. to me. And the second she one really was the first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um and so yeah, they were so toxic together in the beginning and, and yeah. just she was just so like manipulative, controlling, him. belittling. And yes. he was very weak yeah. and unfortunately he wasn't able to kind of speak up for himself and you know his boys clowned him for it I don't even want to say like oh he loved Shelby so much I think he was afraid to leave her you know he's afraid maybe to leave her, yeah. yeah yeah I'm sure he did fall in love with her and she's a beautiful woman he probably fell in love with the physical and then she kind of believe that a guy like him to get her that's know? right that's right couldn't believe that and she took advantage of that to the fullest extent and um yeah, she was a type of woman who wanted to kind of control and run things. And the comic relief of it was that in the end, she did kind of end up in the bed with Q. But the reality is that's the yes. kind of man she probably needed to be with. Someone who could kind that's of match exactly her, kind of her attitude her energy. and her, her energy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You can't, they both are kind of, you know, he's not going to let anybody boss him around. And she kind of, you know, would probably appreciate that. Because a guy like, she was running all over that pool poor man so that was kind of a overtly toxic situation I don't even know if it was meant to provide com- comedic relief because it was cringy like it just the it way was, she could flip was. and put tears in her eyes and are you coming with me or are you hanging out with your friends you don't love me yes, it was like oh my goodness and, 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 yeah, when he finally him, come on yes oh, yes 
I remember watching mm-hmm. that in the theater when he finally stood up for her and everybody in the audience kind of clapped and cheered, you know. Do you remember mm-hmm. that scene? I think it was the, might have been the yes. bachelor party and he finally stood up yes. and was like, no, I'm not coming, you know. And she was like, what? No, no, that was the day of the wedding and he invited Candace, which was yes. with Regina Hall. That, right, that's right. And, and, he fell in love with the stripper. Regina, and he's like, well, who is this? Yes. And then her boy's like, wait, is that Candace, the stripper from the... <laughs> I'm in love with the stripper. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah. I'm glad he stayed with her in the second part. We spoiling and, everything if y'all second, haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah, but in the second part, oh my God, he and Candace, Julie, Julian and Candace. They were, they were having right? their problems. Were they? Yeah. What was their yeah. problem? I don't remember too much. Was well, Melissa so D'Souza the problem? No, she really wasn't the problem. What the problem was, you know, she couldn't she couldn't stand the fact that her well, Melissa D'Souza couldn't stand the fact that she had had all these failed relationships and Julian okay. had gotten away, right. and that he ended up marrying a woman who used to be a stripper. She oh, could not so get over that. she like, was very disrespectful like, what did to Candace. Right. Yeah, like, she what, was very what belittling. Like, yeah. Right. Like you turned a hoe into a housewife. Right, yes. but but. Candace was just doing a job to get their way through school, basically. And, and Candace was um, a regular professional woman. And I, and I, in the next part, uh-huh. she really was doing it to get through school because she really was just. And they had a school, yes, yeah. And they opened yeah. up a school and they had donors, so he was all concerned about that video of Candace getting out. Uh, yes, um, yes, because they were going to get donors. And yeah. I thought to myself, dude, you need to stand up to the misogynoir and be like, yes, yes. So what? That was yes. my wife, whatever, whatever. But he That's was right. To get money from like these conservative Christian type people yes. and stuff like that. But you know, in the uh, end, he was like, "Look, you're my wife. I love you. I'm, I'm going to stand up for you. It doesn't yeah. matter." You know, so yeah. so they was they were very much equally. You know, I'm yoked. glad you but brought that up her, because I'd forgotten about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but her and her and Candace and, and Shelby was going to come to blows. Uh, yeah, in, in the second in the second one, they definitely were about to fight each other. I do remember that. It got very tense at one point. Was she sleeping with Q the whole time, like quietly or something was going on with Quentin and her? Yeah, um, they had they had, they, they had been sleeping sleeping together <laughs> off and on since that wedding. You know, oh, and, and then and people were kind of like, Well, is he the baby's dad? And they're like, No, 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 he's not. Um okay. was, I don't remember that. Dressing. Right. Yeah, she had she had she had she was like on one of those real housewives shows. Yes, or that was hilarious. And yes. and you know she she just kind of was one of these women who's kind of raking in the money from her um, being on this show. Yeah, and, and her little her endorsements ex- and stuff. Her ex husband mm-hmm. was like a basketball player or something like that. I am really um, wanting to see these two movies again. Just talking about this, because yes. and it's funny talking about the second one. I always, you know, the first one was such a classic that it just can't be compared mm-hmm. to the second, mm-hmm. and just the mystery of that book floating around, that tension. And Malcolm Lee really did his did a great job of kind of recreating the same tension with you know Harper and his failing career and how he needed that one good story to kind of come back, and he planned to ask mm-hmm. you know his former best friend if he could feature him, but he didn't get to ask him, right. and then you know. Lance saw the iPad so it was nice but it was kind of like he Malcolm yeah. mimicked the first one and that's okay but I never thought of the second one as as good and also because to me it got a it no. got a little too sad and dark with the Mia situation yeah. that I, I won't spoil that yeah. in case you want to see it but to me that it was felt, a little bit too real and too sad it did it did yeah it really yeah. did yeah. Uh, it did and that's a, a good and analogy a, yeah. yeah but yeah. I, I, I want to see them both yeah. again 
Go a ahead. Fun fact, though. A fun fact: There's going to be a limited The Best Man series uh, coming to Hulu. So really? Because they had been the teasing episodes. a Best Man three. So is it going to be a series? It's going to be a series. Um, a series coming to Hulu with the original cast. With with all the original cast. Well, I hope it's not like some lighthearted little comedic thing. I hope it's like one hour dramedy type of thing you know what i mean like a great leaf so type too. thing maybe give us 10 episodes so and even consider you know that that would be fantastic that would yeah, be fantastic i have to, I have to send you the thing i, I read it in Verizon. please send it but, let's send it yeah but, now i but wonder who they should cast it's been it. some years since mia you know that situation happened i guess i'm about to just go ahead and spoil it because i was wondering who could you see being a new love interest for maris i don't know I, don't, I think it should be somebody that challenges Lance and challenges his archaic thinking. Absolutely. You know I mean? Someone very, because so it think, can't be someone like his wife who was so sweet and no, so lovely. It has to be someone no. who's a little bit different. I'm trying to think of what black actresses are out there who could really fit into that all star golden cast, you know? We have there to put so some many. thought into that. I, mean, I, I don't know. There, there are so many. Um, God, but it's got to be know. the right one. Yeah, gotta be yeah, the right one. Yeah. There, there are a lot of. Well, out hell, there. Gabrielle Union ain't working. What's she doing? I mean, he was in. Um, he was in the being Mary Jane movie with her. Wasn't? Wasn't? Remember, oh, he true. was her love interest. She that's didn't end true. up picking him. She picked Michael Ely. But yeah, they they that's made a true. very attractive couple. Yeah, that's she's a possibility. There's a few people I'm thinking who Tyler Perry used to cast. I don't remember their names. There's that pretty girl with the dimples, um, who was in the Why Did I Get Married and stuff. There, there's a few people it could be, I guess. But that would oh, be interesting. Yeah, yeah. That, but that, anyway, that's true. great news. Taraji, Are they talking Taraji about when? Working? I don't know if Taraji's his type. Like, she's a little too... She's so opposite of Mia. Now, right. you know, she has so much... I don't know if he could be with a woman who's that feisty and strong. You know, his ego is a little fragile as a form of it. He needs someone who's right. going to stroke him. So it's going to be, be between a Mia and a Taraji. You know, right, right, between right, the two right, of them. Right. Taraji might right, be too much for right. him. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know who they would cast for that. But what's the timeline for that? Are they talking about in the in a year uh, or two? 20, so or? I think it should be coming out in like twenty twenty two. Nice. Um, nice. So maybe by next year we should get. I can't believe twenty twenty two is next year. But, I know. Uh, we'll, we'll be seeing something something down the pipeline then. That's really yeah. cool. I'm looking forward to yeah. that. Yeah. Me too. But yeah, too. best man holiday and best man original. Two really great black dramedies of the '90s. They were kind of at the yes. peak. At, they came at that point when, in the 1990s, you know, mid, early and mid 1990s, there was just a lot of movies about gangbangers and baby mamas, and just the way we yes. were depicted was just so hood and so ghetto. And even though that's one aspect of the culture, there are so many others. And it was they came at a yes. time when we really needed movies. And then all of a sudden, we had like you know, Love Jones and Love and Basketball and Best Man and. Malcolm Lee really did a great thing. You guys, he's the cousin of Spike Lee, if you don't know. And Malcolm talks about how Spike yes. Lee consulted with him during the movie and really kind of gave his insights. And, you know, just mm-hmm. such a fantastic movie. And then after that, he even said by the time Best Man Holiday came out, there was no longer that drought and that need for these movies of, like, professional upper echelon black movies. Because by that point, directors and writers, they got it. So now there was a flood. Right. And he said he came during the Tyler Perry era. So... You know, now the, the, mm-hmm. the times have changed and people want all these Medea movies. And he came with Best Man Holiday. And I, I enjoyed it. So yeah, check it out if yeah, you haven't. Because like I always say, if you have not seen it, no matter how old the movie is, it is new to you. 
So definitely, exactly. you know, it is totally due to you. Exactly. Even though we done exactly. told the both plots, but that's fine. You still enjoy matter. it. I promise. <laughs> it sure doesn't. <laughs> but, but, but I know we. Do, I know we're saying a lot of these couples are toxic, but I think Q and Shelby, believe it or not, are the least toxic of, of them all. Q and Shelby. I Q think, as in, yeah. oh, you mean like when they connected at the when end? They, yeah, because Shelby's the toxic. lady who's like demanding and bossy, and Q as in Terrence Howard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they were kind of equally yoked, so exactly. You know, I don't they remember what they yoked. what their relationship was like if they even had one in um, Best Man Holiday. They didn't really go they much just, into they, it. They at were first. kind. They, they just were kind of com- They were kind of like combative, flirty. You know, yeah. on edge with each other here and yeah. there. But yeah, they knew but in that's the not... end that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, they knew in the end they had that attraction. And then even, I think somebody says, Q, why do you even act like that around? He said, I don't know. Some of her, she just drives me crazy. I just can't, you know, I just can't, <laughs> I just can't put my finger on it, you know what I mean? Oh, gosh, so, yeah. I guess, I guess you have those relationships where people just drive you mad, but in That's a good it. way, you know what yes, I mean? Yes, yes. I think it was in a good way. Yeah. You drove them crazy, you know Absolutely. What I mean? so, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's true. So, yeah, I yeah. guess that so, concludes yeah, I, our series on toxic uh, TV and movie relationships. Yeah. Huh? That was fun. Yeah, I enjoyed that. I'm sure, there, I'm sure there are many more that we mm-hmm. covered, but you yeah. know, we'll leave those for another time and another series. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed that because it was certainly fun doing it. Mm-hmm. It was super fun. All right, we'll take a quick break and we'll come back with our watching romance and reading romance reviews this week. In watching romance, uh, Yakini, mm-hmm. we last week we saw a whole lot of movies. Um, I didn't nothing really coming up this week, I don't think. Um, but mm-hmm, last mm-hmm. week we watched a bunch of romance movies. So, yeah. did you see? Did you see to all the boys on Netflix? I didn't see to all the boys. Was that good? Can you tell us a little bit about that? So it's a it's the last one in a series. Um based on some YA books by Jenny Han. Okay. Um, it's called Always and Forever, Laura Jean. Um, and so it's about a girl who's Korean and white and her first love. And mm-hmm. um, how she's kind of going through the heartache of trying to pick a college. Does she pick a college to go with her boyfriend? Or does she follow her heart and go to a college that would mean a lot to her? So Okay. Um, it, it, it's, it's about that. It's really sweet. And the boy doesn't pressure her to have sex or anything like very that. Very nice. It's, like, mm-hmm. it's, a very, it's very sweet and kissing and all mm-hmm. the romance stuff girls, you know, love and, yeah. and stuff for Valentine's Day. So it was super, super cute. Okay, I'll have to catch uh-huh. that one. Mm-hmm. It was super cute. Watch the whole series, though. You got to watch all three of them. Oh, so. okay. Because this was yeah, the, the, yeah. the final piece. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the final piece. But we both watched uh, Namaste Wahala on Netflix. It came out on uh, yeah. Valentine's Day. It was yeah. a Bollywood meets Nollywood uh, movie. Such a great um, idea. Mm-hmm. It was a great idea, execution-wise. Let know. me just start by saying that when it started, I was already feeling a little let down because the quality of the film looked a little low budget. I'm not sure there was yeah. just something about it. It just did not appear to be the highest quality. I've watched a few Nollywood flicks on Netflix, and um, they always have looked really great. As though, you know, I don't mm-hmm. know, they're recorded sometimes in South South Africa, Nigeria. But there's no reason why the quality of the film should look like a 1980s 
TV movie. Right. Um, right. The wigs were terrible, so I'm not sure oh, what that was about. Girl. There was no excuse so for that. Sweet. The main character, the main character was stunning. She was so gorgeous, and her and, wig was and, so and terrible. Dude, girl. Yeah, he was so handsome. I mean, I didn't know it was kind of like a musical, so I really enjoyed that. You know, I thought that was cute. Yeah, it had, yeah. In most Bollywood movies, there's like this musical element to it. There's like okay. dancing. Okay. So singing. that was fine. There, was like there wasn't enough of that for me. I personally, if it was going yeah. to be a Bollywood movie, then make it a full, yeah. Be, yes, make it a full, like the, the wedding scene should have been them dancing and yes. all kind of stuff. And, and I like think that's what we were both looking forward to because the yeah. Indian culture and the Nigerian culture are so grand, so beautiful, so opulent, so rich. I was expecting mm-hmm. to see many more scenes of like dinners, engagement parties, and the wedding, just big and fabulous and grand. And there was only right. one at the right. end, and it was very enjoyable. But I just wish there had been right. more of that. Um, I was, was right. missing that. I wish they'd also gone a little bit more into the development of their relationship. I really liked the accidental mm. meeting on the beach. That was sweet and romantic. Um, yeah. And then I guess perhaps the meeting, the, the movie may have gone on for too long had, you know, it just been, had they let their relationship unfold. It was kind of, we saw the progression of it through that dance sequence, that video sequence. And then there yeah. was a subplot of her lost career and that. But it was just a little over- underwhelming. It was cute. I would I watch think, it again because yeah. I like I the Indian need, African yeah. romance. I, I didn't need the subplot of her law, the law thing. I didn't need that either like that. with the woman being it was, it was, assaulted. It was, it was Yeah, that was too yeah. much. That was too much for me. What it should have been about was a clashing of the families. And that's and what I thought we together. would see developed more. Yeah. Right. They could have come and together. Yes. Right. yes. Right. Like there's no reason her father didn't come to town. Then it would have been the mother and the father. His father, I mean. Mom, mm-hmm. mom and dad mm-hmm. could have maybe had a big dinner. with. But that could have been, that hole with the assault was just unnecessary. And at one point I forgot what the movie was about because they, they really went into that. Um, right. Right, right. It was just, right. I don't know. It just was, it was a great idea in theory, but the execution, yes. as you said, was lacking. And, it was um, really lacking. I'd like to see more like it. I'm, I'm open, I'm game. Um, that in particular, I think I just had built it up in my mind. Oh, this is the big Valentine's Day movie I'm watching. And then it was just like, mm-hmm. oh, like a thud. Yeah. But it's yeah, cool. You yeah, know, yeah. it wasn't terrible, you know. Um it, it wasn't but it terrible, wasn't great. It was it wasn't it. Even I don't know if I would really watch good. it again. Though. I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend it to anyone either. Mm. Like if you if yeah. it's a rainy day and you really don't have anything else to watch, I would say go ahead. But it just wasn't the best Nollywood or Bollywood yeah. flick I've seen. Yeah. yeah, I've watched I've watched Bollywood movies that are so good and the dancing yeah. and the yes. singing and the costumes and like beautiful plot and it's so beautiful and the wedding scene is so opulent and yeah all this stuff and then I've seen movies like I, what was that movie um that South African movie it was so good. seriously single yeah seriously and single. that was, was an so example good. of a quality movie the film looked great, right the setting was beautiful they, the homes were the beautiful good. the women the, look, the wigs look good yes mm, faces were beat so, i mean uh, that was a perfect example seriously single. Perfect have, we talked about that on here that was a good one yeah and a yeah. quality plot too that made sense the, the time lapses made yes. sense yeah yeah. Yes, this yes. one, and I was like distracted. I was pausing it and doing stuff. When a movie's good, I'm not doing all that pausing and walking right. away and on my phone scrolling. Like, right. the movie just be over already? Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I was like, I'm going to follow yeah, was, through because I know I want to talk about it on the podcast. 
but at one point mm-hmm. it almost became I'm not going to say painful, but it was it was not it wasn't easy to get <laughs> you know, through. Let me put what, it that way. What was what was painful was those wigs. I'm sorry, <laughs> but <laughs> my gosh, and the main character at least slurred on her wig. Goodness, uh, girl, they didn't slurred on that wig. No, that no, I said, no, I said. <laughs> I said at least for the main character, they should have splurged on her. Oh head. yeah, yeah, they could have. They didn't. Oh, they yeah, did. they did. I was like, no, 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 no. They did not. They no should have. No way. I thought I was there was no excuse. Myself. I was like, damn, yeah. I got synthetic wigs a little better than that. It's like oh, those my. were straight up like um, beauty supply store wigs. Why not just bad. invest in a good quality lace front for the movie? Like really? I don't know. Oh, I wanted to take a girl. I, Every, it took everything in me to be like, I'm gonna just take a hot comb and just run it through these damn wigs. It just didn't make sense in 2021 because that's how the wigs uh, looked back in the days of Martin and Gina, and we thought they were fly then, Pam and, uh, and Gina. I mean, and those wigs were a mess. We yeah. look back now, they just looked horrible. But that was kind of the quality of those wigs. They were like 1990s wigs. Like, what is that about? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. They were anyway, bad. They were so they bad, unevenly cut and just, yeah. Oh, and, and such a beautiful girl. Days. It didn't take away from her beauty, but it just, it was disappointing. It was disappointing. I thought to myself, okay, you marrying an Indian. Get, girl, get the plug, girl. Get the plug yeah. from the Indian something. girl. Yeah, <laughs> something. Yeah, something. Do better. Oh. Do better, Oh, my sis. God. But anyway, I, I, we, well, we, I give this three out of five stars, basically. Yeah, yeah, I think it's but, very fair. Yeah, it's three out of five. But then I also we also saw um play. Did you watch playing Cupid on Hallmark? I thought that was so. Cute. I didn't. I didn't. Um, How was that? It was, was good. Nicholas, it was Nicholas Gonzalez who was so uh, so fine. He's Freddie mm-hmm. man. Um, and it was about his little girl playing matchmaker. Um, and trying to mm-hmm. set him up with her teacher. So it was so cute. It was very it was cute. Hallmark is predictable. Whatever. Whatever. But. Uh, Shout yeah, out to Mark Gonzalez because he's a handsome uh, man. He doesn't get yes. enough roles, I don't think. Um, the last role he was on, I saw him on was um, he played had a recurring role on The Good Doctor. Okay, um, they killed him. They killed him off, which I was so oh, mad about. Good okay, my show. But yeah. um, he's so good looking, and he also played in this movie, um, Beauty Bell, Beauty and the Bell, or something like that. Okay, um, but Christmas Bell or something like that. Where okay. Um, uh, he was like, it was like a Beauty and the Beast parody where he was like, had a garden or something like that. And Haley, um, what was the girl's name? Haley uh, Duff? Yeah, Haley Duff. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really cute. It comes on um, Up TV often during okay. the holiday season. Mm-hmm. So that was, that was really cute, but it was really cute too. But yeah, I'm sorry, but I, I hate to say it, but. Megan Good's movie saved Valentine's Day weekend. It weekend. did. That was the best movie of the weekend, actually. That was like really, it really, really was. good. You it know, was, even I though it was obviously it very was, dark, it um had a triumphant ending, a positive triumphant yes. ending. It was good acting. It was good. You know, Lifetime and Hallmark, they're gonna give you a good movie. So yes. you know, yes. it it was a good movie. The actor, I forget his name, the British uh black British man who yeah. was on being Mary Jane, as we said earlier. I need to know his name. So that I can put I some respect on this either. man's name. Okay, so we're going to figure out his name. Either. He deserves a name at this point. He can't just be the British guy with the teeth. Um, <laughs> I didn't love him on being Mary Jane. I didn't love him I for her. Um, I liked Michael Ely so much more. Um, I, wanted, I was oh. vying for him. 
And um, yeah. but he was a nice diversion. But anyway, no, he did a great job. It was a very different role. He was playing the uber nice guy and being Mary Jane. He was an abusive man in this movie. You know, very successful outwardly, you know, loved guy. He was a doc cardiologist, well-respected by the community, but he was, he was, you know, abusing her and verbally, mentally, emotionally. So it was kind of one of those empowering movies where she basically had to fake her own death in order to mm-hmm. escape the marriage. Um, and then she also took some time paying him back. There were a couple periods of thing in the uh, movie where I got so mad at her. Remember when she was watching her daughter outside the car and got out? And, so, I know, and it's like, I, I, so as a mom, I understood because it's like, okay, she's your baby started to run into the street. Oh, you're gonna have to throw off the disguise and go save her. But I just was so mad. Like, why are you even here? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, stop right, it. Right. I right. guess she just but needed to get a glimpse girl. of her. Yes. Like, what are you doing? And then she got out the car and was about to follow her. Like, ugh. Mm-hmm. I just that was crazy. That was too much. But yeah. um, no, it was it was I a good movie. Crazy. I I loved all the parts where um. Megan Good was getting back at him. Yes, yes, <laughs> like, haunting putting him. Putting clothes back up in the, in the closet. That was good. And putting the flowers everywhere. Yeah. I was like, don't see about that shit. And yeah, then, uh, that was very clever. Putting the flowers in the card at the, at the restaurant. Oh, my God. That was good. Because that's what when was he was so like, cre- yes. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I, I was going to say what was so creepy, too was that he was dating a woman that looked like her. Wasn't that interesting? And of course they did that intentionally. Like he is unconsciously trying to find his wife again and and replace her with a woman who, a lot of guys do that, we find. You know how Chris uh, Chris Brown, after Carucci, found like a couple of Carucci lookalikes, you know, because he was so attached to her. And and a couple of guys have done that. I forgot who else did that recently. Because Chris, in fact, Chris Brown's baby mama after Carucci was a, was a Carucci lookalike. Like, they were mm-hmm. very, very similar. But, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no, that was a good one. Then, yeah. And then following the movie, Death Saved My Life, they do, like, the little whole rip from the headlines um, yeah, piece where yeah. they kind of break down women who have had to yeah. kind of fake their death. They, they gave it a name. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think it's called, oh, goodness. Pseudoside. So that's it. Girl, yes. Pseudoside. Yes. And they were saying that the most common Mm -hmm. people, there's two common profiles for people who do pseudocide. It's women who are being abused in relationships. That's number one. And the second highest category of men who do, or people who do pseudocides are like middle-aged white men who have um, like gone broke or lost some money. Yeah, Yeah, financial problems. And they just disappear. Mm -hmm. Only to be, never to be seen or heard of again, except for somebody might have glimpsed them in Acapulco and they fake their death and they get that insurance. It's like usually insurance fraud or something because they needed it. So yeah, very fascinating. Very good stuff. Yeah. So check out That Saved My Life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And Megan Good is just a great, I I like her. Yeah. You actually what? so good. I she really did. Sit down and watch it with me. That was a good one. Um, I know how men feel about um, these movies and how they're predictable oh, and they can got, predict oh, it. But this is a good in. one. Yeah, in. good. Like, good for you. He was like, Megan better get him back. Megan go get yeah. him back. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that was just, her, oh, so. he was a hard, you know, it's hard to watch these abusive men, but he was just over the top, putting that whole, cutting up that was. beautiful dress and stuff. Oh, that, that, that was just me. so horrible. And being jealous of her coworker, that soft-spoken, <laughs> sweet guy, like really, like yeah. Come on. And then like, making her wear that ugly ass peach dress today. Yeah, thing. Oh, yeah. It was so ugly. Just dimming her shine when she was all proud yeah. and honored. To dimming her shine, totally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Saying that he didn't want her to work anymore, and right, and basically was just like, you need to quit your job today. Yeah. What broke my heart oh. is when um. 
when her daughter pulled her aside and basically said, mommy, you cry all the time. Like, I just want you to be happy. And I got tears in my eyes because, you know, yeah. I think as parents, we do our best to protect our children from seeing mm-hmm. us go through these things. Mm-hmm. But children are so observant. Mm-hmm. And when we're sad or we're going through something, they do see it and they are protective of us. Oh, yeah. But as little people, they, they can't speak it. up and, and defend us. And that just mm-hmm. made me so sad. I just, when women are going through something like that, I'm kind of like, if you can't get out of it for yourself because it's too hard and financially you're scared. Kids, yeah. yeah, yeah, because they're they're the ones really who are who are affected. And it's it's so hard. I'm not saying it's easy. Um and certainly pseudocide mm-hmm. is not the answer. Or maybe it is. Oh god. It's no. just so, and I meant it's so hard to pull off in real life. That's why I'm mm-hmm. like, that's not the answer. But they have safe homes yeah. for you. They have domestic violence shelters. You don't have to pack up yes. everything. Just take the essentials, take the baby, and just maybe one yes. day you'll find the strength to leave. It's hard though. But no, that was that yes. was a good one. That was a good quality, yes, uh, yes. good quality movie. Not a romantic yeah, B-Day was, movie, it, but that's yeah, okay. Yeah, Valentine's Day had yeah, already passed okay. by the time I watched it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We yeah. watched it that Monday, so mm-hmm. uh, we watched it um, yesterday. So it, me it too, because cool. I made the mistake but, of watching the Namaste one on Valentine's Day, thinking that was going to be like <laughs> my bomb B-Day movie. So I saved it for the next day. Girl, it, to make up for how bad Namaste was, <laughs> I ended up watching. I ended up watching Just Right again. So uh, okay. I watch just right. I watch a good old mm-hmm. faithful romance that I can I can sink my teeth into and root yes, for. So I, just, I I I watch just right again. Okay. So I was like, yep. Queen Latifah <laughs> will always do me right in the movie. That's right. <laughs> My the wrong Valentine didn't tape, so I'm gonna have to catch that another time with Vivica. Oh, I, I didn't too. get I it. Did, oh, girl. oh, did you? Oh, was gonna, that a good I'm one? I'm not gonna spoil it. Okay, I'm not gonna spoil it. Oh, but shout out to Vivica Fox once okay. again, get me okay. coins. But yes, <laughs> yes I, the wrong did. Valentine was so over the top and crazy. Was it? Yes, I can't yes. wait. Yes, I can't wait. Yes. So I'm making DVR. I don't so know how I missed that. It's, it's gonna come back on this weekend. You know it is. You know it is. So so just record it. It's, it's, okay. It's crazy. I'm going to do so a search crazy. for it after we finish this. Mm-hmm. Then I always laugh at these movies because Vivica doesn't always have a big part in them. Of course not, but right? She'll always, be like the gym teacher she, or the whatever, yeah. <laughs> the the one, guidance counselor. Was, yeah, and this one, she was a history teacher. Right, and then, and <laughs> that's then, always <laughs> something. It's just enough, though. Just enough, yeah. And, and of course, in the end, she goes, I guess you had the wrong balance. <laughs> <laughs> she always does. She always ends it with one of those, one of them lines. Oh, God. I guess you those got the wrong the cheerleader, the wrong cheerleading uh, coach. She always does. Yes. Her classic. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. I can't wait. Yeah, I'm so excited. Oh, man. Okay. Okay, good. Well, Excellent. Yeah, but. But um, in in a reading romance, I only have one book. Um, Okay. I really didn't. I've really. I'm still catching up on a lot of books to read Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. this month. Um, but I just picked one because I thought it was Valentine's Day and I thought it was sweet and it'd be something cute. 
Uh, but it's called The Meet Cute Project, and it's with Rhiannon Richardson. I may have mentioned this one before, but it's still a good one. Um, okay. It's about a girl named Mia and her friends. Her friends love rom-coms, and Mia hates them. <laughs> uh, she thinks they're she thinks they're silly and contrived and not realistic, and so her friends decide that she needs a date, uh, so they're gonna basically set her up and try to have her have the most perfect meet cute so she can have a date to her sister's wedding. Mm-hmm. So um, that's what that's what the premise of the book is about. It's super super cute, but it's by uh, mm-hmm. Rihanna Richardson. So I think it's her debut novel or whatever. But very nice, it's super super cute. But that's about it. That's the only, really only cute. recommendation I have. So okay. I hope you all enjoy that one. But yeah, not awesome. not Wahala. No. Yeah. If you really have nothing else to do and you just want to give it a whirl, you know, sure. And let us know what you think. Maybe we're just particular. But yeah, I yeah. wouldn't add it to the top of your list of priorities if you have other things to watch. Watch your other things first, baby girl. Oh, speaking, yeah. speaking of other things, did you... um? Did you ever start watching um, Miss Scarlet and the Duke on PBS? I didn't. Was that the one you recommended for me to get my yeah. fix of like, you know, uh, yeah, wow, what's called Umbrella? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. yeah. I need to. Mystery, so you love mysteries. So yes, yes, yes. This sounds right up my alley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this this week, this week episode was so darn good. But um, okay. yeah, that that's a good one. It like again, if you guys want some Bridgerton mm-hmm. love. Think your think your teeth into into the Miss um, Scarlet and the Duke on um, okay. PBS. But, awesome. Yeah, that's that's it, you guys. Awesome sauce. Um, Very good. So, um, if you have any uh, additional uh, talk with TV couples you want to talk about, you know, leave that <laughs> in the comments in our mm-hmm. um, in our Instagram, uh, which is Romance and Color. Uh, and our Twitter is romance in the letter N color mm-hmm. uh, with a U. Mm-hmm. And again, we have the Facebook group uh, romance in color. Um, and shout out to Megan Markle for baby number two. Woo-hoo. Yay! Congratulations! <laughs> congratulations to her, uh, the Duchess, Duchess gang, Duchess gang over here. Um, we uh, we celebrate uh, Megan Markle over here. Uh, we're happy for her uh, baby number two. I hope it's a girl. So, yeah, that's yeah. so exciting. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> yay, yay. So, so toodaloo and cheerio. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have a great weekend and have we will see week. you next week. All right. See you guys later. Bye.